Chapter 38 Armageddon and the Literal Lake of Blood The Antichrist summoned the armies of the world to deploy to Megiddo. It was the greatest military formation in the history of the planet. Nearly 2.7 billion warfighters and 300 million robots assembled in Armageddon to make war with the foreign invader, Yahweh the Christ, and his armies. It was a remarkable show of force, and the formation was an array of the Antichrist's immense power. Every militant was psychically linked to the devil via the, Im- the brain implant known as the Mark of the Beast. The beast wore his crown of battle that allowed him to manipulate both the robot forces and the armies of flesh and blood. Machine and man alike marched in perfect lockstep to the cadence of the devil's thoughts. The ground trembled as a three billion strong fighting force stomped into battle. The god king, Omnius Amen, wore his finest armor. It allowed him to stand 13 feet tall in front of his legions. It was heavy, black, with gold imperial trim. The armor shouldered two quad-barrel blaster cannons, and on his back was a jetpack, permitting him to fly across the battlefield. The great Satan wielded a mighty energy sword that he had sheathed on his back between the twin mini-rocket engines. The armor could produce a force field that surrounded his entire body and damaged his opposition on contact. The great Satan hovered over an army that was over three billion strong and bellowed a speech that would motivate them to give the enemy hell. If they didn't, he would force them to with a chip in their brains. Warriors of the Empire, the devil spoke to his troops in the shadow of the looming mountains. There were warriors and battlebots lined up as far as his enhanced eye could see. The sun still had not yet risen in weeks, and the sky was an eerie twilight. Today, we fight our final battle and our final war. Our assured victory on this field of Mars will usher in a thousand-year reign of our beloved empire. They cheered. The emperor cheered. The fighters roared with approval that shook the valley walls. Failure on this battlefield today is to face certain death and undo our and undo all of our endeavors, the emperor told his legions. Give them hell, he roared to the approval of his three billion man army. The cheers shook the mountains as they rallied for an epic final battle. Silence befell the armies of the earth as a light tremor was felt in the distance. Then the earth trembled as the horses of the army of Christ tread over the battlefield. Angelic beings of great sizes stomped in the forefront, while winged angelic hosts cluttered the morning sky. The armies of the world beheld a great miracle. The sun seemed to arise in the west as the armies, bathed in golden light, approached Armageddon. The birds of prey circled to see the great spectacle. Their instincts told them death would linger on the ground soon. A mighty angel called to the vultures, 
and scavenging birds and said, Come hither, ye birds of prey, who delight to dine on flesh. He invited them, and they seemed to obey. Gather together for the supper of the great God, he beckoned, that you may eat the flesh of kings, the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses and those who sit on them, and the flesh of all the people, free and slave, both small and great. He laughed with amusement, penetrating the steel morale of the devil's fighting force. Thousands of flocks of mighty birds circled over the armies of earth, like an eerie foreshadowing of their doom. Steal yourself, the devil ordered his troops with a shocking telepathic command. It released adrenaline. Their fear was vanquished as the troops found new courage to run into battle. Charge, the devil roared from the forefront. No quarters, no mercy. Give them hell, pain and suffering. He roared as he plunged into the battle with his vanguard. The devil drove his sword into the chest of a mighty angel, cleaving him in half as he rose to assault the winged angels of the sky. The angels rushed at him and the devil triggered his shield. The powerful force field vaporized the assaulting angels on contact. The imperial forces moved cohesively like a grand mechanical dragon, breathing gun smoke, fire, tracer rounds in blue and red plasmatic laser beams. Missiles and rockets led the charge as the security forces of the earth pursued the advancing military onslaught. The angelic beings in the forefront plunged from the sky as bright lasers struck them down to piles of golden dust. As one angel fell to replenish the ranks, the angels multiplied to an overpowering force. The blasted trumpets, they blasted trumpets at the approaching legions, shattering their armor, disrupting their communications. A direct assault from this angelic sonic weapon could cause a human's brains to liquefy and explode the skull. The devil watched as helmets and the heads of his elite vanguard popped from the vibrational violence. The angels on horseback unsheathed their great swords and swung bright beams of light, cutting the front ranks of the imperial army in half. Like Roman legionnaires, the armies of earth stepped forward to fill the ranks as their comrades fell. This continued for three days as the line moved forward and the bodies piled up like hills of fresh of flesh and robot parts. Incompetent fools, fight harder for your god emperor, the devil roared as he watched his forces get cut down with ribbons of golden light. Satan fought furiously, taking several angels' heads with his great sword while manipulating the laser cannon with his mind to take targets. The giant robots clashed with the giant angelic beings. The mighty mechanical brute subdued an angel and tore his limbs from his body. The unstable unstoppable angelic cavalry cut the robots down with short work. A powerful angel with a harp played a tune that upset the clouds. The menacing cumulus clouds turned black and angry and assaulted the armies of earth with thunder and lightning. The dark purple lightning destroyed the powerful anti-air cannons, shooting down the angels. The mighty storm dropped ice the size of small cars and greatly encumbered the warfighters of earth. The giant 
robots were smashed and the drones fell from the sky. The element weapon short the elemental weapon made short work of the Empire's finest technical toys. The devil persisted and demanded his troops pursue the objective. Come on, you Cratons! He screamed at his army through his telepathic link. He shocked their brains with the might of his mark and compelled them to fight beyond their limits. The devil flew through the storm on his jetpack with blue flames blazing. Satan brandished his great sword and cut all the angelic beings in his way to pieces. He blasted his way through the heavenly host in pursuit of Yahovah Christ. The devil's broken army hobbled behind, dropping from the appending assault-like flies. The beast had his sights on the Christ. He was in blaster firing range. Before he could engage, Yahovah directed his gaze at the Antichrist and spoke but a single word. Triumph, he roared in an authoritative voice that knocked the beast from the sky and toward the advancing angelic forces below. The devil crashed to the ground and the angels seized him with assertion. They removed him from his armor and weapons and bound him in shackles of gold and iron. Michael the archangel asked, Yahovah, what shall we do with Beelzebub? Vanquish the spirit of Satan and cast him alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone, Yahovah commanded from the mount of his white horse. Arise, ye old serpent, wicked father of lies and deceiver, Michael commanded the devil. This isn't over, the devil roared in multiple voices of his demonic lion. Michael outstretched his glowing palm over the face of the beast. By the power of the Christ that flows through me, I compel thee, come hither from this mortal man. You will no longer captain this vessel. Do you really think this is over, Yadovah? devil laughed and faded into silence. Michael removed the implant from Asriel's face and held it in his grasp. He drew a sword and cleaved a deep gorge into the earth, exposing its hot molten, molten core. The devil's spirits inside the devil's spirit inside a neuron radio was cast there and locked in the liquid crystal, swirling in the fiery belly of the earth. There he shall stay for a thousand years. Let him stew there for a millennium. And then we get to do this all over again. The Christ assured his legions. They cheered a triumphant roar. The fierce fighting continued as the armies of earth fought the Christ's legions of their, on their own volition. The hypnotic trance had been released, yet the war fighters still fought for the beast. And what of the worshippers of the beast? Michael asked the Christ as he pointed to the billions who still stood in the devil's army. Yadhova faced the remnants of the sobering of the Yadhova faced the remnants of the sobered, trembling army, on looking with fear. He spoke to them but a single word with his weapon of a mouth. Perish, he commanded gently, and the armies of the world did so. The ultrasonic weapon that was his mouth vibrated the air with such intensity that it liquefied the one billion man army in an instant. Their entire bodies exploded out of their armor into bloody chunks of guts and gores and plumes that rose 20 feet into the air. 
there was a great rain of blood and gore that fell upon the earth with a heavy, wet, plop-plopping sound. When the bloody rain finally settled, it rose to the bridle of the Christ-white horse. It was a soup of guts for the birds of the air to feast upon. Multitudes of winged creatures, great and small, came from hundreds of miles to feast until they had their fill and could feast no more. And what of this poor soul? The archangel said to the Christ, pointing to Azrael's floating unconscious body in the pool of blood. He suffered a mortal head wound, yet he did not perish. The devil has been cast from him, and yet he survived the battle of Armageddon. Do you not look upon him with pity, Lord Yadhovah? Michael asked Yadhovah as he looked down upon the man who had his body, mind, and soul broken. He was just a vessel, corrupted since birth, yet this man was a necessary tool for the prophecy's fulfillment, he argued. Yadhova looked upon him with compassion and pity. Though this man bears the mark of the beast in his being, and once in his forehead, he did not receive them of his own volition. Though the devil dwelled within him, he is not Satan. That great serpent was cast to the abyss. Hence this mortal man, Azrael, will be forgiven for his cruelty and tolerated for a time, Yadhova explained to the disapproving eyes of his legions. Arise and come forth, Azrael. Azrael levitated in the air against his will and was drawn to Yadavah. The Christ touched the hole on his forehead and sealed the gap and sealed the gaping wound. While you were the spawn of Satan, you are also a man. I know what it feels like to be born with the sole purpose of human sacrifice. Yadhova spoke personally to Azrael. You were born, sacrificed, and now you are born again, Yadhova said, as Azrael's entire body was healed from his touch. His face was unscathed. His right arm and leg had miraculously grown back. The shackles fell from his wrist and ankles into a deep pool of blood from the armies of earth. The Christ left the mark in the shape of a cross. Yadhova released him to the pool of blood as his work was done. Azrael splashed as he was baptized in the blood of the armies of earth. From here on, you are master of your destiny. Arise and seek your purpose, Yadhova commanded. His tone became formal. I'll give you some time to decide if you'll join me or die. Yadhova smiled perfectly. Yadhova smiled, perfectly white teeth, while drenched in blood and gore. Azrael arose from the lake and struggled to stay afloat. He gasped for air as his eyes focused on the horrific aftermath of a nightmare of an epic battle. Vultures and birds of prey circled in the sky like giant swirling black clouds. They took turns in the buffet of stew full of eyeballs, guts, and brains. He was floating in a literal lake of blood. It was actual blood. It wasn't like the waters that appeared to be so. This was the life liquids of countless billions who were slaughtered in an instant on a field of battle. He surveyed the the valley that had become a puddle of blood and saw not one survivor. This isn't a gallant, this wasn't a gallant battle. It was a massacre. Millions of judging eyes fell upon him from the heavens. Then Azrael saw the Christ. 
He was black and had long white locks in his hair. Imagine that, Azrael thought, as he stared into the bloody face of the most powerful black man he had ever seen. If only the if only the racist so-called Christians could see this, he thought as he observed the black Christ among the carnage. That was among. That was also. That was almost as shocking as the horrors that surrounded him. Yahovah gazed upon Azrael with amusement. His heavy robe was soaked in blood. Azrael read the banner, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. He saw literal fire in his eyes that were eternity. His blood-drenched woolly lock hair was white and seemed to glow with electricity. He wore several floating crowns that were adorned with rainbows. The sun had still not risen. The sun had still not risen yet. The light shone over him, or through him. No, Azrael determined, the light is coming from him. He is the light, he confirmed. As he gazed upon the Christ in the lake of carnage, Yahovah's steed snorted as it stood in the blood nearly up to its nose. Azrael took in the terror, and the only sound he could muster was... He screamed in sheer dread as he backed away from the blood-soaked Yadhova and his legions of murderous angels. The birds continued to dive into the soup of blood and guts, feasting on the flesh of the fallen army. He screamed again at the top of his lungs, failing to produce a coherent word or thought. He struggled to float in the lake of blood, wondering what type of nightmare he arose to. Azrael hadn't feared in years, but the sight he saw that day made him tremble to his bones. You're welcome, Yadhova said sarcastically to Azrael's back as he fled in fright. Yadhova shifted his attention to his endless multitudes. I think we're done here. Great work, everyone, he complimented his legions. He shook the blood and brains out of his long white hair. The kingdom of heaven will be landing here shortly, and we can kick off this thousand-year reign. Woo, he cheered enthusiastically. The legions of angels shook the heavens and the earth with cheers of approval.